This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Thursday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary with you. Rico, what's up? Hello. How's it going? How's it going, sir? It is wild. Madness. Wild. It's uh, official. The Bruins and Trojans are making their way to the Big Ten Conference. We're going to talk about it the entire show today. You guys know how to get in touch. 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarter Heyman text line. Both those will be open for you guys the entire show. Video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all that good stuff. And then you can always hit us up on Twitter, Nick underscore Sainert, and at Radio Rico AC. We are going to put the tip jar on hold today because of yeah, this. Just a, just a little bit. Maybe we, we'll probably do the tip jar tomorrow, but we are going to talk formerly Pac-12 teams, USC and UCLA, Moving to the Big Ten, what's it mean? Because there's a lot of different angles here. But first, we want to bring in former 93.7 The Ticket host and UCLA fan. And my best friend. And Rico's best friend, Ryan Tab. Tab, what's up? What an intro. Rico's best friend. Yeah, you that have that more distinction. more than anything else you could have possibly led with. Damn straight. Okay, so Tab, <laughs> I mean, how you feeling, man? Because when Rico called you earlier, you had no idea that this was happening. And then... yeah. You kind of freaked out a little work. bit. I was doing some work. My phone rings. It's Rico. I kind of figured you guys were already on the air. I'm like, oh, this is nice. Like, they're calling. Let's see, see what they want to talk about. And then I thought it was a joke. I thought I thought you guys were pranking me. Uh, but then I went on Twitter, right? And, and mm-hmm. here we are. I am confused. I'm really confused. I, I get it uh, financially. But there's no other justification. Nebraska is the furthest west school in the entire big 10 and it's a three-hour flight from los angeles it makes no sense i don't know what it, what this looks like for 90 percent of the games in any given season but the money you know the money's nice so yeah. i think that's that's got to be the deciding factor you you have to think that the big 10 is eventually just going to scrap divisions probably and if they choose the acc model and they make nebraska have three permanent opponents you have to think nebraska's there's probably a pretty good chance that Nebraska's going to play either USC, UCLA, or both every single year, just geographically, right? Yeah, you'd have to imagine. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, right? Like, it's not going to be Rutgers. It's not going to be Maryland. It's not going to be Penn State. All that's way too far east for, for UCLA and SC. So if they're going to give them a permanent opponent, that makes sense to me. And I think I think the other question that just comes to mind is, what does the future of the conference look like? Because this doesn't necessarily have to be the last domino to fall, right? So are we going to be looking at two mega conferences eventually? I don't know. But there's a whole lot of land between L.A. and Lincoln. And, mm-hmm. and right now, conference-wise, there's, there's no teams. So 
I don't I don't know what happens there, but I am curious. So everybody immediately goes to football when when these conference realignments happen. But we were looking at other sports, and one of the one of the bigger sports that we we kind of got intrigued by was the men's basketball side of things with UCLA and UCLA added to an already tough Big Ten basketball conference. How do you think uh, Mick Cronin and I don't even know who USC's head coach is um, handle Big Ten <laughs> basketball? Uh, well, SC's not ready for big boy basketball. They never have been and they never will be. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Uh, UCLA, on the other hand, like Mick is, Mick is effectively a Big Ten, big Ten coach. Like, he is a Midwest guy. Uh, he's hard-nosed, defense first. And as much as it's a more challenging conference, I think you want to be battle-tested going into March. UCLA's got the most talent at their disposal as far as recruiting grounds around their program, you know, as any team in the conference. And I think it's just going to make them better, assuming that they're up to the challenge, which, which I think they are. Uh, it's not going to be any cakewalk. You might not have as good a shot at winning the conference any given year, but when it comes to March, I think they'll be better prepared than they would be playing a Pac-12 schedule where – you know they play Arizona and Oregon, and that's about all they get challenged with. Well, Tab, what does the what does the Pac-12 do now? I mean, what, like you're if Die. you're I was gonna say if, you, <laughs> if you're Oregon and and Utah, the only two you know quality teams remaining in that conference right now. What do you do? Do you do you scramble and try to join the Big Twelve? Do you scramble and try to join an ACC or even the Big Ten? Like what happens? So, I mean, if you're, I guess Washington would be the only other team that falls in that category, true, right? True. So I think there's really like three quality teams left. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what you do. I think you have to either, you can't join the Big Ten. That's the best option, but it's not on the table, seemingly. Although, to be fair, this didn't seem like it was yeah, on the exactly. table either. The, the Pac-12 was blindsided uh, by this. But then I think you probably stay behind in the Pac-12. The Pac-12 will probably try and form some sort of mega conference at the Big 12. And I guess if you're Oregon, you just figure, all right, well, we'll just own this one conference the way Clemson's owned the ACC. I think that's your best bet if you're Oregon. If you're Washington or Utah, and maybe you're just happy being near the top of that conference. And, and to be fair, Utah's won the Pac-12 a couple of times, so mm -hmm. uh, it's possible that they would continue doing that. But I don't think making a jump to the ACC makes, makes any sense. I mean, that's just this same situation, but even more geographically nonsensical. Yeah. Is Chip Kelly a good coach? I don't know. I've been waiting like four years to figure that out, and I still have no more answers than I did on the first day. Uh, he's not a Big Ten coach, I'll tell you that. Mm. I, I will tell you that. Mick Cronin, Big Ten coach. Chip Kelly, not so much. Are you as excited for a possible Chip Kelly-Scott Frost matchup as I am? Yeah, but both of them have to survive another four years or two years. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah but, but let's just say they do. Let's just say they yeah, do. Chip 100%. Kelly has to come to Lincoln. Hundred percent. I well, first of all, I'll be coming to link. I'll be there before that, but I'll also be there for that game, of course. And I'm excited for that. That would be awesome. I think we talked about that even when I was when I was on air in Nebraska. Was was how exciting a game like that would be if it could be scheduled. And now, well, it might be annual. Little how, did we know. I was gonna say, how do you feel that you still can't escape Nebraska football? <laughs> I really can't. I was even I was in Hawaii a few weeks ago and I saw someone wearing a Nebraska shirt and I like made small talk with them and I was like, they are everywhere. You guys are really everywhere. It's great. All right. Um, be, be, yeah. Before we let you go, what's a record prediction for Nebraska football this year? Whew. And I'm writing it on That's the board. A good question. I want to hear what are your guys' picks first. I want to hear like I don't want to. I don't want to be crazy. So out here. well, don't worry. Close attention. Don't worry. We're all over the board. I was at five and seven. I went up to six and six. And and I'm at eight and four. Yeah, I think seven and five or eight and four. I <laughs> Perfect. Mean, 
Okay. Like Oklahoma, Oklahoma is not the same, right? And so you look mm-hmm. at the schedule, that seems like it should be a loss, but it doesn't necessarily have to be now without Lincoln Riley. And I don't have to be the person to go over and over the same statistics from the last year of football where somehow Nebraska outplayed every opponent and still lost, right? Like yeah. at a certain point, I know, and this is what I was saying two years ago on the air, so I, I can only imagine how you guys feel, but at a certain point, it has to happen, right? They have to start winning some games. It seems inevitable. Mm-hmm. What What was your reaction to Lincoln Riley? What was the What was it like out there in California when Lincoln Riley came into town? Oh come on! I mean, it's it's L.A. You would nobody even knew, nobody noticed. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's not, it's not football territory out here. I mean, uh, I noticed, and and the diehard fans did, but for the most yeah. part, it's it's pretty quiet. Uh, but my reaction was rest in peace UCLA football. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so okay, so then as somebody that's gone, I mean, I remember when you were here, you were telling me about when you go into the Rose Bowl and it's like not that cool or anything anymore. Um, going to the stadium and things like that. What should Husker fans know about watching a football game out on the West Coast? Well, if you guys are traveling, then it's a good environment, right? So whatever it was, twenty eleven, Nebraska yes. came to UCLA, yeah, uh, and and that was a great environment, right? So. If, if Big Ten teams are traveling in Nebraska in particular, then it'll be an awesome game to watch. If you're tuning into Rutgers at UCLA, uh, there's going to be about four people in the stadium, and it's going to be hot. I mean, that's the biggest thing, too, right? UCLA and USC playing games in the winter yeah. in Big Ten territory. It's be yes. great. I, I mean, I just, they've never done that. Give me, never. Give me USC at Northwestern in November. <laughs> I can get behind that. <laughs> All right, Tab, last one before we let you go. What are you doing right now? Talking to you guys, I was <laughs> I was doing some work, but I was looking forward to this. And then I've just been on Twitter. I'm looking at the KD news that he's requesting a trade from Brooklyn. Yeah, yep. sounds uh, like Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that seems like his preferred destination, and they have the assets to offer him. Uh, Miami could be another option, but it's tough to imagine anybody else can offer the Nets what they're going to want for him. Yeah. All right, Tab. So. Can I just pencil you in as our Pac-12 correspondent until USC and UCLA <laughs> join the Big Ten? You got it. All right. I'm just going to need you to watch all the Pac-12 games and tell me how great Oregon State is every day. <laughs> I will do exactly that. All right. Tab, appreciate it. It's good to talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. Good talking with you guys. Miss Bye. you. <laughs> He's not going to say it. That, no, he I wouldn't have either. It's fine. All right. So that's Ryan Tab, former 93.7 The Ticket host. And uh, now, just Cali man. Just Cali guy, Ryan Tab. Ryan Tab. I love that guy. Okay, so let's dive into this a little bit deeper now. Yeah. So, Nebraska is now going to be in the same conference as USC-UCLA. All right, 402-464-5685. If you hadn't heard. What are we feeling? We'll break the news to him again. USC, USC and UCLA will be joining the Big Ten Conference in 2024. So two years left until USC and UCLA are members of the Big Ten Conference. How are we feeling? 402-464-5685. Because if anything, and you'll get tons of analysis on this from from Nate and Bach and from me and Rico and Strick and Bach. I already can tell you what Nate's going to say. Yeah, we don't. Who cares? Nate's gonna say how how terrible the Pac-12 was, and how it's a joke of a conference, and how of course, of course, USC and UCLA are going to the Big Ten. It's, they want to play for for uh, college football playoffs. But then he's gonna say how Lincoln Riley is is mm-hmm. gonna be upset, and he's gonna leave again because he he didn't want to play big boy football, which is why he moved to the Pac-12 and yada yada yada. He's just gonna trash the Pac-12, USC, and UCLA 
and and talk about how great the Big Ten and the SEC are. Well, yeah. mostly the Big Ten because Bach will handle the SEC. Hizzlebear says this, so we're no longer the San Diego of the Big Ten? No. Nope. We're not. Sad. Um, Downtown Scott says, honestly, feels like some other teams that will be better than Nebraska. And that's where I kind of want to talk about this a little bit, is Nebraska's recruiting will have to... I mean, think about this. USC and UCLA already have their footprints all over the West Coast. Nebraska used to, but this is... I mean, now Nebraska's gotten into Texas and Louisiana, and they should stay there. I'm not trying to say pull out of Texas and go to California. They've got their hands on Florida as well. Yes, Florida, obviously. But now it's going to be interesting because some guys from the West Coast may be in play. Because as Rashawn was talking about, I was talking about it earlier as well, and I'm sure Rico would agree, that there's going to be some interest in saying, well, listen, Nebraska's the third farthest west school. Get in here. Goodness gracious. You will not talk, though, until I bring you in. <laughs> you do. <laughs> so anyway. You do, not, you do not talk until, you do not speak until spoken to. But anyway, so you're sitting here and you're going, all right, Nebraska may have some appeal for some guys because you're going to have to play in cold games regardless, right? So here's an interesting part. Jaker Snaker says this. Keep divisions. This strengthens the West. Give the East division Purdue. You have to give them two. You'd have to give them two. Purdue which, and who's for Illinois? Minis- Illinois, Minnesota. Illinois, but then how do you differentiate Illinois and Northwestern? Give them Illinois. The Nebraska look. I don't care anymore. Nebraska Northwestern games are fun. It's even, always close. You either you either blow them out or it's a close game. It's always close. But here's what's going to actually happen. Unfortunately, Jake or Snaker hate to burst your bubble. But unfortunately, it's probably going to be a mega conference. Three five, but three five five doesn't. Even, it'll probably be like two six six. Yeah, you're right. So, so that would be that would be interesting because you know you know Nebraska gets UCLA and USC exactly. And they get each other. Scheduling is going to be the most fascinating thing on how this plays out because here's the deal: um, you sit here and this is where you talk about rivalries. And we have to we have to ask ourselves: Is Nebraska Iowa really a rivalry? Ooh, I, I hate to do it. Bum bum bum. If you had to pick anybody out of the current Big Ten, absolutely Iowa is going to be the first one. However, if you're sitting here and you're the Big Ten conference, and you go, "All right, listen, USC and UCLA don't have any rivalries." Do, do they just throw Nebraska into that mix of the three teams, and there you go? Because mm-hmm. they obviously they the Big have Ten each doesn't other. care about Nebraska. Like UCLA and USC have each other. They play for the bell that they paint every exactly. time. It has like a million layers of paint on it. Uh, and then they don't have anything built in with anybody else. And so Nebraska doesn't have anything built in with anybody. So it would be UCLA USC. Like it, they exactly. It's just natural because I'm looking at a map currently of the United States, and the Big Ten teams logos are on it. Where you know generally where their campuses are mm-hmm. and it's wild like nebraska nebraska being in the big 10 almost sort of doesn't make much sense like just looking at it you can see like a clear cutoff but where minnesota and iowa are then there's like a, a decent amount of space to where nebraska is and then there's like a million states and ucla and usc yeah so okay so the big so here's here's another interesting before we bring nathan in before we do Scott Docterman says this on Twitter. The Big Ten's footprint will now consist of schools in five of the seven largest metro markets. 
Number one, New York. Number two, Los Angeles. Number Rutgers three, Chicago. Mm. Number six, Washington, D.C. Number seven, Philadelphia. Rutgers is not in New York, and nobody in New York cares about Rutgers. Uh, nobody, I think, it's, no, they are in Piscataway, New Jersey, and nobody it's in New York. It's basically New York. Nobody in New York cares about Rutgers. I don't care what anybody says when they're like, oh, we have the New York market. No, you don't have the New York market. You're talking about Rutgers in the New York market. It's in the New Jersey market. All right, what's up, Nathan? Now, before you blaspheme us, don't sit here. Don't even don't even start to sit here and say that you saw this coming. I didn't see this coming, but this is perfect timing for both of you to look like morons because we were talking just three days ago about how deep the Big Twelve was, how great it was, or excuse me, the Pac twelve, how great the Pac twelve was. Well, guess what? These teams are gone, and it looks like the Pac twelve is dead because holistically they're a terrible conference. On top of that. Someone did not go through Lincoln Riley to get approval for this. He has got to be shaking in his boots. He left the Big 12, yeah, which, was the the second, which was the second worst conference in Power 5 because he was scared of the SEC. He jumps to the Pac-12, which is inarguably the worst conference in Power 5. Now that US, UCLA and USC is done, we'll probably just blow up the conference, to be entirely honest with you. Yep. Or they can just go to, I don't know, the Mountain West. I don't even care at this point. What are you talking about? They're going to bring in Boise State and San oh, Diego dear State. Lord. BYU. Right. Well, they can't bring in BYU. They're going to BYU. Right. BYU is Utah the State. Uh, Nevada. UNLV. Wow, what a conference. That's uh, great. Lincoln Riley probably wants to this stay This is now. a good basketball conference. and I'm, That is true. Uh, but I'm here to tell you right now, Lincoln Riley is shaking in his boots. Why do I care about USC and UCLA? I'm not worried for a second. What has USC done in the past decade for me to be worried about USC? What has UCLA done in the past 20 years for me to be worried about UCLA? I don't care if you have Lincoln Riley. He's won in one of the worst conferences in Power 5. This is big boy football now, and I don't even care if I sound like a homer because that's how I'm going to come off, and I'm not a homer. I'm here to tell you right now, Lincoln Riley is not ready for what's about to hit him. You go from the Big 12 to the Pac-12. This is big boy football. This is an 8-4 and four football team. Congratulations, USC. You're going to get all this Big 10 money. Your days of making it to the college football playoff or thinking you're going to make it to the college football playoff are over. They're done. Lincoln Riley beat Ohio State. They split with Ohio State 1-1 one and, one, um, and hung in there with Alabama or Georgia. And, and also, also good well, coaches. During his time at Oklahoma. Good coaches adapt to what? The, the situation that they're in. Good coaches adapt, but this is this is unprecedented. He literally ran from the SEC to go to the Pac-12, and now he's forced into the Big Ten. There's no way that someone ran this by Lincoln Riley because I highly doubt if, that he would tell approve. Me, what if we find out that they did? I'd be shocked if I'm Lincoln. Riley, I, I would be shocked to hear that from Lincoln Riley. Why does he want to go to the Big Ten? Because you're either in Why or not? you're out. You're yeah. either part of the arms race or you're not. But if he the, if he's trying to go, become if he's trying to become a nationally respected head coach, then you go to one of these. Ca- no, you go to because where you guys said that you have a chance to go to the playoff. I I do not think that USC has a single chance of even sniffing the playoffs. If now. USC is the Pac, mm. I I guarantee you this year, if I, USC yeah. wins the Pac twelve, they are in the playoff. Yep, I, agree. I guarantee it. I don't know. Not if they have one loss. If they have one loss, yeah. If they have no. anything over two losses, no. If they have one loss, they're in. Yep, I agree. I don't agree. Anything with that. over one loss. That's what I meant. So two losses, they don't get two in. Two losses, no. they're not in. Nope. I don't think you know what? One loss, they don't get in. Okay. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'd rather have a two loss SEC school or a two loss Big Ten team than have that that mess. That one loss one loss USC. Why? Gets Her- in I don't Her- understand why you guys buying the Pac twelve. We're so not much. buying the Pac twelve. You guys on Monday defended the Pac twelve and put it in the same conversation as the Big Ten. 
We you had we never, no, yes, never you did. Once. You said the Big Ten is better, but you said that it's close. Both of you did. Well, if that was the case, how come Ohio State and Michigan aren't going to the Pac-12? Because it's a joke. Because they're getting more money because in the Big Ten. Because yeah, exactly. it's a joke. Do you realize that the the media rights deal is I upwards? I completely understand. Okay, I, so then it's it money. Makes perfect so sense why, for so USC and that's UCLA. Why, oh, that's money why Ohio wise. State and Michigan are not going to the Pac-12. Also, Ohio State and Michigan are the leaders. In the Big Ten, if they were going to go, UCLA, the they, if they were going to go anywhere, they'd go to the SEC. Yes, as they probably should have. And, and, and that's the where thing. the money's at. Any any realistic person would realize that the college football world is going to be transitioning to two mega conferences I here in ten might, years. I think it it's might gonna be, be three. S- okay, I maybe think it three. Might be three. Either way, SEC, Big Ten, and then a lower level Big Twelve, Pac twelve, ACC, whichever way you want to put it. I think the they're going to join. The, and the ACC, only reason we were defending the Pac-12 is because you were you were so gung ho on burying them as the worst conference. Yeah, worst they are the worst conference. Power Five conference. It's not even close. With USC and UCLA, no, are, no, 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 no. Hold on. Before this, with Oklahoma and Texas in the SEC and the Big Twelve with all their new not, teams. Whoa, 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 whoa! But that's no, not the conference. Even, okay, even well, even with, even with Oklahoma and Texas in the Big Twelve, the Pac-12 is better than the Big Twelve. No. Yes. No. Reset. Yes. Reset that. Even so with Oklahoma and Texas in the Big 12, the Pac-12 is better than the Big 12. How come the Big 12 was always sending a playoff team in the Pac-12? Because Oklahoma's was. undefeated. Yeah. Or has one loss. All of, the, exactly. all of those years with the Pac-12 champions, they've had three or four losses. Because they're not good. You also That's not, not, they're not good. You also not, under- not, if, they were, if they had one loss, if they had the same amount of losses as Oklahoma and they were Pac-12 champions, they would be in. If, if Utah doesn't lose their final game of the season, that I think it was last year, two years ago, they're in. They're in. Here's another thing is you have to understand that when USC's good at football, college football world, the college football world will just put them in even if they're not as good as a, a one loss USC team I agree with will that. get in over a one loss Oklahoma team every single and year. And I agreed with because, that. Because the college football gods or just the people in charge like watching USC football I'm, more I, than Oklahoma look, football. I, you will never see me disagree with that. And Matt also says the Big 12 is way better than the Pac-12. I completely agree with that. No. I have no idea. Well, it, again, I understand USC is what you guys deem as a blue blood, a future powerhouse, whatever you want to call it. Outside of USC, I am not intimidated by a single team in the Big Ten. USC, and I want to tell you right now, the USC and the Big Ten will not make it to the playoffs. You could go team for team, Pac-12 and Big 12. USC is Oregon, or USC is, or USC is Oklahoma. Oregon is better than anybody else in the Big 12. Outside, uh, Oklahoma of, outside State. of Oklahoma State last year. Yeah. Oklahoma State. Outside of Oklahoma State last year. Baylor. Baylor. Oregon is better than Baylor. Ooh, come on. Oregon is better than Baylor. Come on. Come on. I'm let's not, not wrong. Let's I'm not, not wrong. Yeah, let's not do that. Baylor was the, Baylor was that team that was on the fringe of the playoff. And Oregon, so was Oregon. Oregon. But now that Mario Cristobal has left, Morgan is going to be a shell of what they were. Shell. Maybe. But that's but that's the interesting part is we bring up the ACC. If the ACC can retain Clemson and Miami, they'll be fine. If if, if here's they the leave deal. for the SEC, it's done. If well, it's that's done. the thing is if you're it's the done. if you're the SEC right now, the Big Twelve or the Big Ten may have just they they matched you. They matched you because the Big Ten, from a a top to bottom perspective, is way more balanced than the SEC is. SEC SEC is extremely heavy. If you look at like Vanderbilt and like they're, they're not, yeah, they're not competing with with middle tier Big Ten teams, right? So it's going to be it, it's a, it's a lot more balanced than the Big Ten. So if you're the SEC here, you're like crap. 
Big Ten just matched us in this arms race that we thought we were way out in front of. Because if you ask anybody, the Pac-12, Big T- Big Twelve, any any conference, NCAA, college football analysts, every nobody saw this coming. Nobody saw this coming no. until this morning. No. The fact that nobody it was had any ideas that they so, were in talks, and then a couple hours yeah, later, no, it's it was ninety percent. It was it was an hour and fourteen minutes. Hour and fourteen minutes <laughs> from it was they were in talks to it was confirmed. Anyway, you sit here if you're the SEC, you go after Miami. Florida State, Notre Dame, Clemson. I don't right think now. Notre Dame will jump. Now with the NBC contract, Notre but, Dame won't so jump. Then, okay, so then Notre Dame should actually join the Big Ten in that discussion. In, the, in because, that regard, they would. Because the, and the, the, the media rights deal for the Big Ten just probably jumped at least $500 million today. It's probably going to be about one point five mil- billion dollars. Oh, it's going to be one point five billion dollars. The addition of Los Angeles is the massive. the addition of USC, and whether or not they're going to be good, they got a lot of big names. They do. Chip Kelly's a big name. Dorian Tompkins Robinson is a big name. Uh, Caleb Williams is a big name. Lincoln Riley, all the Jordan recruits. Addison, yes, throw him in there. Yo, exactly. Snoop, Snoop Dogg is going to be making the trip to Columbus, Ohio. Like they are, they're massive names. And so now you 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 take a media rights deal that before USC and UCLA that once again I mentioned this on Vershawn's show we were supposed to hear about on, it was supposed to be finalized at Memorial Day but now we know why it wasn't finalized on Memorial Day or by Memorial Day is because this was going on is now going to be it was already upwards of a billion dollars you throw in USC and UCLA where if on the off chance you, you people forget UCLA was an eight and four program last year. If on the off chance they improve in the Pac-12, if on the off chance they improve or they win games and actually compete in the Big Ten here in three five years, you are going to be making one point five billion dollars on the media. Nick, rights I want to make myself very clear. I am one hundred percent with you from a financial perspective. It makes sense for the Big Ten. It makes sense for the USC UCLA. If you're a Big Ten team, I'm seriously not worried about this. I'm not. Mm. USC is a good team, but I, I'll tell you right now, I'd rather have Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin. Mm, that's probably where I'll cut it off. I'll, I'll give Wisconsin? you Wisconsin. I'd give you. I'd take Wisconsin no over USC any day of the week. Get out of here. Any day of the week. You were saying it's no. big boy football. This is big boy football. This UC, USC. What if, it's, what if we it play in the to Pac-12? Be. It's not going to work like that anymore. You're going to have to run the football. You're going to have to go against guys that are 350 pounds. You're this isn't your, spread it out West Coast offense anymore. This is take, big boy football. You're going to take your husky guy, your husky 300-pounders, out to Southern California in the 100-degree heat, and you're going to try and run the ball, and they're going to be sweating, and they're going to lose 30 pounds of water weight while USC's speed guys are just sprinting out past you. Listen, it, when it, but okay, but on the flip side of that, what happens when you come to Nebraska in November and it's ten degrees outside? Then what are you gonna do? These kids are from Southern California. The majority the of the teams in do? the Big Ten. Well, okay, well that's, that's <laughs> the majority of the teams in the Big Ten are cold weather teams. They run it down your throat. Nebraska used to do that, and hopefully they get back to that. These teams are not going to be able to compete with the Big Ten. USC maybe because of the sheer fact they have Lincoln Riley and they're probably going to recruit better than any team in the country here in five years. Sure, I'll give you that. But from an on-the-field point of view, I'm not worried for a second. What okay. if, and, and USC too, what have they done in the past 10 years to make me convinced that USC is back? I've heard for the past 20 years Miami's back. How's that worked out? Well, they everybody... went out and got Mario Cristobal. Yeah. 
again, I'll see it on the field. USC went out and got Lincoln Riley. Riley. Let's see how it shapes up on the field. It's the same. It's the same situation of, of Scott Frost coming to Nebraska. That's where USC's at right now. That's where that's Ooh, where they're that's, in a better spot. That's where okay. That's where UCLA's at. Maybe <laughs> UC, maybe UCLA's a better a better. I'd comparison. say UC, okay. Yeah, you're bringing you're bringing a, a, a chip winning Kelly record last year. But no, no, you're bringing a Chip Kelly in. Yeah, and you're you're thinking it's going to work in the Big Ten. Damn right, John. Coach Riley ran off to USC and was scared to go to the SEC. Now you deal with the Big Ten. You got that damn right. And I'll say it right now: the Big Ten better conference than the SEC. Now that you add USC and UCLA, give me yes, the Big Ten. Yes, yeah. Give from, me the Big from Ten. From a top-to-bottom standpoint, Top absolutely. to bottom. Give I me, agree. Give I agree. Balance-wise, yes. yes. Every day. Or if you're talking – if but if you're talking, you know – Top-tier teams, considering, no. Considering no. for championships and, and, and what have you, then I'm still taking – Because, like, here's, the, here's the deal. The true yeah. national championship contenders this next season for the Big Ten are Ohio State. It's Ohio State. All right, also Texter yeah. said, hey, Nate, wait until Clemson and North Carolina make a jump. Virginia Tech can always join the MAC." There you go. Welcome, <laughs> welcome should, to MAC no, I was telling Bach yesterday, I think Virginia Tech ends up in the American. Watch this. Welcome to Maction. This is all good. I mean, this is the problem is you have to make a jump now, and these conferences can be selective. Like, if you're the Big Ten, they, and that's you what I'm saying. The Big team, Ten's like, in a perfect position right Maryland now. was ahead of their time because there is no way in hell that the Big Ten would want Maryland now. No. At the no ti- shot they take them. At the time, they were thinking also for, for basketball reasons, Maryland was a good fit. and They're still uh, kind of – they're, they're, they're kind of, but they're, okay. not as, they're not as basketball heavy basketball-centric as they were before. But we got to get to a break. Do we, do we have a phone call or anything? Okay. Nope. Okay. Right, we gotta get good. to a break. We're gonna get to break. Over. We will. Uh, we'll take a timeout. I, I have. A, I have a weird feeling, Nate, that these next two hours are just gonna kind of mesh together. Well, I. I want you guys to stay in because so, Bach is a USC homer. Yeah, exactly. So I, I have a feeling. I, at least it, it, he's, he loves. It. I have a feeling these next two shows are gonna just kind of mesh together. So we're here for it. We'll be right back on the happy hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Ever wonder what separates cloud innovators? Find out. Download the Deloitte U.S. Future of Cloud Survey Report, closing the cloud strategy, technology, and innovation gap at deloitte.com slash us slash cloud survey. Deloitte.